All right. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. I am meteorologist Dave Turley, joined as always by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing great here. Almost the end of the week. Had a, a fun, a very busy last weekend. We can get into uh, some of the things we've been up to outside of work as well, but good, quiet weather big fan of our weather pattern this week. Yeah, and it's been very quiet after a very active pattern for the past several weeks with that mm-hmm. severe weather and uh, the tornadoes and destruction that we had with yep. that. We are in now to a little drier pattern, and it looks like it's going to stick around for a while. We're recording this. Today is uh, Thursday. It is uh, April 21st. It is. And uh, we are looking at the dry weather continuing and I, we'll talk about the latest drop monitor, which came out today. We'll start with that and, and talk about what we expect to see here. And uh, the latest drop monitor really hasn't changed all that much from last week's drop monitor. We're still looking at a lot of moderate drought mm-hmm. along the I-95 corridor and then kind of north of the Altamaha River. Uh, so we can definitely use some rain. It's been very quiet. I think for the month, um, we're down almost two inches. And for the year, we're down a little over five inches. So it's been a pretty dry year so far here in 2022. It's it's a decent deficit to start the year off with. You know, we're almost a third of the way through it, which is crazy to think about. If you really think about it, um, yeah, it's wild. And and, uh, we will get into some wetter uh, seasons or months up ahead, and a lot of these are going to be dependent on tropical systems bringing rain in. But we've already had our first sea breeze. We saw that, what was that? Sunday night, yeah. something like that. We had a decent, very well-defined sea breeze. Yeah. So, you know, the season is coming where we get these isolated downpours and, you know, the dry weather is not bad for everybody. You see the drought monitor. And of course you don't ever really, nobody ever benefits from a drought, but you can benefit from a handful of days in a row without rain. Right. And earlier this week I was out in Reedsville in Tattano County talking about, uh, you know, Vidalia onions coming out of the ground right now. They're selling them go all across the country. That story is going to air Monday night on the news at six. But this is what was interesting to me and how, of course, the weather ties into it is same kind of with peanuts is you get onions out of the ground. They're rooted plants. You need them to dry out. So some of these fields you went from completely cleared already with onions taken out to where some of them had been pulled up, uprooted, if you will, and Farmers really need them to dry out for about three to five days before they then send them to a packing plant. So this dry weather is not a bad thing for those handful of counties that can actually grow Vidalia onions and are picking them. And then some aren't even out of the ground yet. So it's a weird mix of what's going out there. But all in all, they're almost done growing. And it's not a bad time for us to have a stretch of drier weather because they kind of need it right now. Because if you don't let them dry out and you put them right to a packing plant and they're still damp, they could be a little bit more prone to getting, you know, fungus and, right. you know, whatever things you wouldn't want to ingest. Right. And then this is actually a pretty decent time if we were going to have drier conditions mm-hmm. to have. We don't want to have this type of dry conditions coming up here in the summertime because it's so hot mm-hmm. and you get a lot of the, uh, the, the grasses and the ground will, will really just dry out if you don't have rain to replenish it because you just, it's just so hot out there. Everything evaporates into the air. So, um, we're, we're getting into the start of the growing season here. We're getting our soil temperatures now. They're creeping up. They're generally into the upper 60s, close to 70 uh, right now, I, I believe. Yeah, and just like the uh, the ocean temperature, it's pretty close to yeah. 70 now in time. So how's, how's the yard doing? Uh, the yard is getting there. Now, 
the type of grass I have, I replaced my lawn last year. We had centipede and I have now zoysia grass. Wow. So that takes a little bit longer for it to start to green. And, but once it starts to go, I mean, it should be rather quick here. I think more of it into June uh, and the summertime, and it's just going to really just start to fill in. So it looks good, but it's not as green as some of the other lawns around the area. But it looks good. It is filled in. I don't have dirt like I used to have with all the weeds and stuff in the grass. So right now it looks good, but we're um, had a little bit of fungus problem. We talked about that. My lawn, I guess, is kind of... Uh, uh, gets a little bit of some fungus, especially in the back, which has a little bit more shade in the, in the backyard. Um, so I put some pre-emergent like fungicide down there and I actually put it down twice this year. Uh, my lawn guy is, is taking care of my lawn. He says, well, we'll make sure we get this lawn looking good. So we got to take care of the fungus. The fungus only likes to live up to a certain temperature. I think once the soil temperature gets over like 70 or so, the fungus usually subsides. So you don't really see it in the summertime, but now is the time when it's in that peak uh, 50 to 60 degree temperature range there that it, it kind of thrives on that. So hopefully we'll get rid of that and get everything growing uh, for the summertime. Well, yeah, and I hope so. Your lawn, lawn, I'm sure, is looking good. And, you know, it was looking good over at the Heritage. Did you get a chance to watch any of that action? I did. I watched uh, on Sunday a little bit uh, the final when we saw actually kind of the playoff, I think. I saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, the course is in great shape. It looked real good. Um, and even the one that looked good was the, uh, the corn fairy tour over on, um, Skidaway Island o- over at, um, why am I drawing? over at the landings. Yeah. Uh, we played that course a couple weeks before the corn fairy, uh, came into town and it was in beautiful shape. I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal. I'm surprised they actually let us go out there and hack right, it up right before the, the, <laughs> the amateurs come on in. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, I don't know if it's like this here, so I'll speak from personal experience back in Texas, uh, we go through big droughts out there, especially we get, we get these big heat domes, high pressures come over there and really keep us from, from getting any sort of moisture. That's when we get, you know, 30 plus days in a row of a hundred degrees sometimes. And my dad actually used to work with some golf courses because his business, he makes organic fertilizers, puts things down, gets nitrogen in the soil, holds moisture longer. So you don't have to water as much. But that's not really the point. But he would work with these golf courses, and then we would get on water restrictions. So days where it's like, okay, well, if you live on and your address is even, you can water on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, right. whatever. Come to find out, at least some of these golf courses, they don't, I don't know if it's because they were private or, or what, but they didn't have to abide by any of, like, the city guidelines of, watering so people found that out they weren't very happy because some of these golf courses were using over a million gallons of water a day which is incredible and that's why it costs a lot to golf one of the reasons yeah and and if you have a home sprinkler system you really don't need to be running that too much right now anyways we don't our lawn does not need a lot of water right now even in the peak summer i believe they say one inch of water uh, will help sustain your lawn so again we got some good rains last week with the with the uh with the storms um, and we'll get some showers. Looks looking ahead. I think our chance for showers really Tuesday, maybe Tuesday, right? yeah. maybe an early Wednesday little, with a cold front. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind. Of, but it's uh, slim pickings. You know, you look yeah. at a seven day forecast, and the highest we've got is 40 ish percent chance. And on a Tuesday, you know, that far out, it could change. But right now, that's that's where we're at. And you know, that's easier. I'd rather look at something like that than all the questions that we were getting about the heritage because those are nervous forecasts for us. You know, we we've got a lot at stake here with these pros on the golf course. And I was there on Saturday 
And uh, I was telling our general sales manager, if it starts raining, I'm out. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want anybody asking no, me questions. You, you don't want to be it dealing was, with it that. It was sprinkling, never enough to, you know, get people off the course or anything like that. And then on Sunday, you know, it looked beautiful on TV, but I was looking at the radar during the final round. And I'm like, there are these thunderstorms. I don't know what their threshold is for how close lightning can be to the course before they start pulling people off. But it was getting pretty close. And they were small little cells, you know, maybe three, four miles wide, but close enough. But, you know, it really, it really was a great time. And I know... I was talking to you about it last week because I'd never been. I'd gone for work. I'd never been for fun. But it, it was it was a blast. There were a lot of people from from work up there, and uh, girlfriend got me interested in golf a little bit. So that was interesting to see that, and then to see Jordan Spieth actually go in and win it. And he's one of the only people I know. I admittedly know not very much right. about golf. I'm not going to pretend to know more than I do. But it was cool to see him, and I, and I knew his name because he's a, a Dallas guy. And um, I thought he was from Texas. I was yeah, going to say, Texas that's what guy. I know ab about him. And it was just kind of, if I'm going to cheer for somebody, it's him. So that was, that was a great experience. And that kind of wraps up our golf because we went from, you know, the Corn Ferry Tour to the Masters to the Heritage. And now going forward, kind of goes into a quieter time for people asking us for forecasts. It then goes into, you know, hurricane season. Hurricane season. Oh, what's the beach going to be like this weekend? Something like that. And, and it will be nice, but yeah. it's a bit breezy. Yeah, I'm fine with that. People asking about the beach, and everybody mm -hmm. wants to know about that. But, yeah, you're right. Once you're at an event and you are the one that people are relying on to give you the information, and if it starts to go raining or thunderstorms where, you know, the event could be in jeopardy, it's never a fun time. It's not fun because no. that take, that brings work into it, you know, and, and uh, you want to go and relax. And especially with, you know, we had this little tent set up on, on one of the holes, and, You've got people in there that you don't know, like they're important. They, you know, either you know, they, they buy ads with us or something. You had the perfect spot too. It was beautiful. No, it was, it was on the 18th end of the 17, the, uh, the, the, uh, the green of the 17 and the tee off of the 18, right in between there. Mm -hmm. It was, no, it's, it was beautiful. You're looking over the sound and you got a lot of boats. It's just good look. It's very nice. It's always a great tour. I'm glad that it came back. You know, we had the problems with that, of course, with COVID where, you know, we didn't have it for the year and then no spectators last year, but a great tournament and it's great for the economy and they do a really spectacular job with that so course is in great shape and, and again we're going to be looking at uh, some quieter weather here the next several days and really not much in the way of any rain as we mentioned the next seven to ten days um, even in the next week maybe next weekend a few showers maybe yeah but that's a ways out it's a long now, ways out so uh, you know models are typically going to show that too that far away yeah so i mean again we could use the rain but uh that's something we'll be tracking. That's about it for uh, topics here. Anything else going on? What are you looking forward to as we come up for the weekend? Wow. Um, what, do you, what are your plans? Do you have plans for uh, the weekend? Yeah, going to, uh, you know, try to go to a country concert downtown. Okay, no, um, no country. We, you know, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, this is something. Who um, are you going to see? His name is Brian Kelly, and most people won't recognize that name, but they will recognize Florida Georgia Line. I do know so Florida Georgia is, Line. I guess the, the better known of the, the guys in Florida Georgia Line. He uh, has his own stuff, and he's one of Oh, the he's from Florida Georgia Line? Yeah, he's oh. one of the singers from Florida Georgia Line. Is he from Florida or Georgia? That's I don't know. That's a great oh. question. Maybe right on the line. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I should know that. But I do know his music, and um, it's going to be fun. And, and Saddlebags is one of those Savannah, you know, places. It's, it's always an interesting place. But he's probably one of the bigger names to come in there actively. I guess um, – because, you know, being from Texas, growing up, going to the honky-tonks, I try to get into these concerts when I can. It's just a little piece of home, stuff I grew up with. I'm not religiously listening to country, country music every day, but, you know, there have been big guys that have come through there before that have 
They weren't big yet, but then they got bigger. And where is he playing? Saddlebags. So it's oh. right there on uh, kind of at the end of River Street, River Street over near right. the plant Riverside District. But he's probably one of the bigger names to come in now. <coughs> yeah. I'm coughing. Sorry. Yeah, well, okay. We'll get rid of that. We can take that out and post. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we were talking about that because we got the Vidalia Onion Festival coming up this weekend, and you're going to have another country act who's apparently very big. I, like you, was talking about with golf. I know a little bit about that, but it is, what's his name again? Bryce? Uh, yeah, uh, Lee Bryce. Or, Lee I'm, Bryce. I'm more excited of the Blue Angels being in town, and Mariah gets to fly with them on Friday, so good for her. Would you ever want to fly with the uh, Blue Angels? Yeah, why not? I mean, oh, I, you, I think it. they only let you do it once, so you give it a try. I couldn't do it. Um, I, get, I get sick on the, on the teacups, oh. so it's not like I wouldn't want to because I love when you go fast on the roller coasters, and I think that would be fun, but, you know, Pull them in however many G's you do, and the quick turns, I think, you know, because they may try to make people get sick sometimes. Yeah. Um, you got to make friends with the pilot before you get in. Yeah, I, I would think I would be sick because uh, I, I, I was yeah. sick on the teacups, and I'd be sick the rest of the day when you go over there, and you, all the family's enjoying it over at Disney, and you're, I can't, I can't go on the teacups. I well, get sick. at least you know your limits. I do, and I, it's not like you're scared of it. It's just. Something in it is a chemical right. or imbalance or yeah, something. Yeah, your equilibrium. Can't do it. Equilibrium, something. There you go. Yeah. And I am, I'm a big roller coaster fan. Maybe not so much like the amusement rides. I like to go fast, as Ricky Bobby would say. And I have a chance to, to go up to Cedar Point in a few weeks. If all goes well here, and it's not snowing, because it was snowing up there earlier. I was going to say, is Cedar Point the one up in India, Illinois, Ohio. Ohio, somewhere up there? Yeah, yeah and Ohio. our boss um, actually used to work there, which I found out. Oh, I would assume that. it's Larry. Barry. Barry? Yeah. She's, oh. She used to work up there. So when I told oh. her uh, plans, whenever I was requesting time off, she was like, oh, well, I used to work up there. So I'll give you all the tips. So I'm excited. I, I love roller coasters. The faster, the better. So. My One of my favorites when we go to uh, Disney is uh, the rock and roller coaster, Aerosmith ride. Yeah, and you're, uh, you're a music fun. lover anyway. So that kind That's of just great anyways. But two of them. I, dude, like speaking of going fast, you know, you just shoot you right out. And I don't know how fast you go. I don't know. But right from zero to whatever. But it's fast. And you're like, oh. Oh, this is awesome. If, if I could have a ride where you just have that feeling of the launch, but like for 30 seconds, yes. I, that's all I want. That's all you need. Yeah. Just, I don't even care. I was fine with that. Go fast in a straight line, slow me down. That sounds like fun. So enjoy whatever your plans are coming up here for the weekend. The weather should be cooperating with that, and we'll talk more about that on our next edition of the WTOC First Thought Weather Podcast.